0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Good morning everyone and welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the whole church celebrates the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Cathy Riley, whose anniversary is today, and also to remember in your prayers to Marie Jackson, whose 20th anniversary of death is today as well remember them both in their prayers. and ask you especially to remember Owen Flanagan who asked for prayers at this time. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. In the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, I have appointed you a sentry to the house of Israel. When you hear a word from my mouth, warn them in my name. If I say to a wicked man, Wicked wretch, you are to die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked person to renounce their ways, then he shall die for his sins, but I will also hold you responsible for his death. If, however, you do warn a wicked person to renounce their ways and repent, and they do not repent, then they shall die for their sins, but you yourself will will have your life saved. The Word of the Lord. Oh, that today you'd listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, bring out our joy to the Lord. Hail the rock who saves us. Let us come before him, giving thanks. With songs, let us hail the Lord. Come in, let us bow and bend low. Let us kneel before the God who made us. For he is our God, and we, the people who belong to his pasture, the flock that is led by his hand. Oh, that today you'd listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts, as at Meribah, as on that day at Massa in the desert, when your fathers put me to the test, when they tried me, though they saw my work. A reading reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. Avoid getting into debt. Accept the debt of mutual love. If you love your fellow men and women, you've carried out your obligations. All the commandments you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and so on are summed up in this single command you must love your neighbour as yourself. Love is the one thing that cannot hurt your neighbour. That is why it is the answer to every one of the commandments. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother or sister does something wrong, Go and have it out with them, alone, between your two selves. If they listen to you, you have won them back. If they do not listen, take one or two others along with you. The evidence of two or three witnesses is required to sustain any charge. But if they refuse to listen to these, report it to the community. And if they refuse to listen to the community, treat them like a pagan or a tax collector. I tell you solemnly, whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. I tell you solemnly once again, if two of you on earth agree to ask anything at all, it will be granted to you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three meet in my name, I shall be there with them. The Gospel of the Lord How do you resolve an argument? The question very often ties us up in knots and it's very often a conundrum for most of us it sometimes feels, doesn't it, as if our whole life is dealing with arguments all the time. Married couples of arguments, employers and employees, people that work together, parents and young people, friends. And these sometimes can be ill-tempered affairs. Something, Sometimes they can have the way of infecting other things that they don't even have a direct contact with. And sometimes, too, it feels as if they are simmering away in the background, things that are unresolved, and people, therefore, can't move on. An argument, of course, can appear over the most minuscule of things. Sometimes it also can be a very serious matter. Sometimes arguments can just simply blow over. But sometimes, too, arguments can last for months, even years, and even a whole lifetime and never ever be resolved. What is the best way to resolve an argument? To give in for peace, that's often not satisfactory. To hold your ground and not give in, that often becomes simply a standoff. Not to face it and hope it goes away, nothing then really is resolved, and you find very often that things stack up and there's an atmosphere of suspicion that reigns. It's really an important point, an important human point, isn't it? How do you resolve arguments in your life? It's a serious point. If countries can't resolve arguments, then very often it leads to something far worse. If married couples can't resolve arguments, then their relationship breaks down. If friends can't resolve arguments, then they'll no longer be friends for very long. In a work situation, if arguments aren't resolved, then it affects the task that is being done. How is it that you resolve an argument? This seems exactly what Jesus is trying to work out in the Gospel passage that we've listened to today. He suggests working out with each other, if that doesn't work, it, work out then get someone to mediate, if that doesn't work out then take it to a wider group and if that doesn't work out then give yourself a good shake and then just cut off the person. The last option seems a bit extreme but maybe all of this is in line then with the law itself that the Jewish people would have known, and it was often designed to contain certain situations. The law eye for eye and tooth for tooth was designed to stop something spreading. If you do something against me, then I can do something against you, and the situation is over, finished and ended. What we listen today in that pass what we've listened to today in that passage seems to contain that kind of logic. It might be of interest to know that this is the only passage that is referred to in the Gospel. No other Gospel includes these words of Jesus. Some people in actual fact say it's more Matthew's voice that we're hearing than Jesus' voice. He's simply recording the practice, maybe, of resolving disputes in the Jewish community in which his Gospel is addressed. And what it tells us therefore is that there was a mechanism, often in these days then, for resolving disputes and disagreements with people. As we might imagine, often there was no legal decourse for resolving disputes. And this was the way that justice would be done, so that perhaps the rich themselves never trampled the poor, so that justice could be done fairly, equitably, and so that arguments could be resolved and not somewhere away. Everyone got justice, rather than just those that were the strongest. It is, of course, a perennial thing in every time and every age, isn't it? How will we resolve the arguments that beset us? How can an argument be resolved fairly, equitably, reasonably? How can we resolve our disputes? I think Jesus' concern in this matter is because an argument very often is an obstacle to the path of love. If you're arguing, then very often the last thing that you're thinking about is loving your neighbour. We know that if you blow your top figuratively, all sorts of ugly things can come out and are said. If you're seething with anger or feel you cannot speak. And it's like a big boulder, an obstacle on the way to love. In order to love, it seems as if you then have to find a way to resolve those arguments. Sometimes in arguments you have to take a good look at yourself and see whether you are in actual fact the cause of the argument and whether there is something in you that causes that argument. Sometimes you have to ask yourself whether you are the cause of the argument by what you say or by your approach to a certain situation. Sometimes you have to ask yourself whether it's really worth arguing over something as well. And sometimes you have to ask yourself whether it's just a misunderstanding and just two different points of view or ways of looking at things. Sometimes people come from different standpoints. They've grown up looking at problems differently. and personality too comes into it as well. Sometimes if you have a fiery personality or a person who ruminates in things, these things can cause or contribute to arguments or extend arguments beyond their ordinary life. Last Sunday we heard of an argument between Peter and Jesus over what Jesus was going to do. Should he go to Jerusalem, or should he not? On that occasion, Jesus had harsh words for Peter, calling him Satan, saying that the way he thought wasn't the way that God thought, and having called him a few lines previously a rock, now calls him a stumbling block. We don't know in actual fact how that argument is resolved. We think maybe that it just simply blew over, as sometimes arguments do. It's often not easy to resolve arguments between people, but often people just simply get on with things, dust themselves down and wonder why they said certain things or or thought certain things. But arguments themselves can often become obstacles to love, to charity, to concord, to harmony. Things sometimes can never quite be resolved. We should try our best to resolve arguments, rein in our passionate and argumentative nature if we have one, listen and be open to another person's point of view, repair the damage done in an argument by genuinely being sorry for words that have been said and ask for forgiveness when we need it and make amends if we need to. Sometimes when arguments are resolved, what in actual fact occurs is a deeper love and bond that exists between two people. We should aim high in relationships, not low, for that's what God calls us, calls on us to do. We shouldn't just want to tolerate each other or put up with each other, but we should genuinely be looking to love one another because that's what God wants of us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, Let us pray for all peoples who are hitting hard times and losing their jobs, that we may always be mindful of the needs of others, for places in which the virus has broken out again, that our medical authorities may be able to control and arrest its spread, for a spirit of reconciliation and peace between us all, and for all who are celebrating a wedding anniversary that they may count the blessings that they have come to through their married life. And for people who are making big decisions in their life, that they may turn to God in prayer, seeking to make wise and good choices. For young people, that they may have joy even in these difficult times of uncertainty. And let us pray for all who have died. Trudy Russell, Eddie Kelly, Pat Lynch and Freddie McIver and all that we are asked to remember especially Kathy Riley and Marie Jackson Heavenly Father we place all of our prayers before you and with great confidence we make them through Christ our Lord And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine love, and by partaking in this sacred mystery, we may faithfully be united in mind and heart, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for in goodness you created men and women, and when justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed them, through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praised you dominions adore powers tremble before you heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exultation may our voices we pray join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim holy 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 lord god of hosts heaven and earth are full of your glory hosanna in the highest blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest you are indeed holy o lord the fount of all holiness make holy therefore these gifts we pray Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your Apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life, through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. And we ask Mary special protection in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just to remind you that during the week there will be morning mass on uh, Wednesday and Friday at 10 o'clock, so you're very welcome to join us for that. You don't need to register online. Uh, On Monday evening from 6 to 7 there will be an hour of prayer in the church, uh, with the Blessed Sacrament and the Sacrament of Confession, will be available at that time. Um, if you're able to support the parish during this time financially, that would be greatly appreciated. So, uh, if you're not able to be at mass, then just feel free either to uh, donate online or or to just to put your an envelope through the parish door. Uh, I know that some of you will be waiting for Freddie MacIver's funeral, Uh, it's not arranged as yet, uh, but we keep Freddie very much in our prayers, as we do Sadie and the family too. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.